0: comes out suzuki working in right side saved by letter rebound another stop letter buck into the slot to foley shoots stopped by robin letter and the rebound goes wide live
1: from the finley chevrolet fox sports las vegas studios and live at lvsportsnetwork.com Colin patrick comes in drops it off out and shoots he scores the former ranger This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League.
2: Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in, Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wallace Millard, we're out here at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. You're going to want to get down here you're going to want to say hello to us it's important that you do we're going to get to that in just a moment but chris chapman not out here with us not out having fun not out here saying hello to everybody he's back inside the finley chevrolet fox sports las vegas studios finley chevrolet on the 215 home of the we have all kinds of things
0: to give away today. you're distracted we have all kinds of things uh, stickers and what
2: do you call these things Those are carabiners. Carabiners. Those are are for for mountain climbing. Yeah, for mountain climbing. But you can put your keys on it. We've got keychains with carabiners on them. You never know when you might need one of those.
0: But five kinds of stickers. We've got hats. You're way distracted. uh, Flat rim hats. We got T-shirts and sweaters it's uh, it's awesome we've got the phone lines open up 702 eight seven six one three four zero open phones for the next uh, 20 minutes uh, or so depending on your involvement uh, we might stretch just a little bit uh, beyond that because uh, I'm sensing a little bit of uneasiness an and I'm gonna hear gonna be here for the next two hours to make sure that you feel good about yourself, uh, the uh, VGK fan uh, coming off the weekend in which the Golden Knights uh, fell to Arizona and then uh, had played a really entertaining, fun hockey game regardless of the result. I had so much fun watching that game against yeah. uh, Colorado uh, minus the 26 seconds uh, in the third period, but uh, that w- that was great. we got some injury news to tell you about uh, from Pete DeBoer at practice today uh, as we get into uh, the uh, two-hour extravaganza for the VGK Insider Show from the Oyo Hotel and Casino at the Underground Lounge where we are here every Monday from 4 to 6 and all these giveaways courtesy of uh, Oyo Hotel and Casino in the Underground Lounge. We also have two sets of tickets. Yes. To give to you to see the Boston Bruins face the Golden Knights this Thursday. So we will give out two sets of tickets if you come down here, enter your name in the draw, and you could be the winner. And that's not If you win the tickets, if your name is drawn for one of these two sets of tickets today, there's an added opportunity for you, Ryan,
2: (laughs) an added bonus. So the beautiful thing about us down here at OYO inside the Underground Lounge is if you win the pair of tickets today, we got two pairs, so there'll be two winners today. If you win, you will be entered to win our grand prize at the end of the season. Grand prize, a gold VGK jersey. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's awesome. So if you want a jersey, and if you want to see the Golden Knights take on the Boston Bruins this week, mm-hmm. get down to Oil Hotel and Casino. Find us inside the Underground Lounge. Fill out the entry form. You could be a winner now, and you could be a winner later on in the, in the year.
0: And if you win that gold jersey, if, uh, if you are the lucky person to get that gold jersey, then guess what? Guess what? I might throw in a little bit of uh, a perk for that gold jersey oh, no. just uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna throw it out there just yet <laughs> but if you come down here fill out one of these ballots and uh, you're the lucky winner uh down the road i got a treat for you just if you're interested and that becomes uh part of listening to the show and part of uh participating in the show uh 702-870-876-1340 uh, 702-876-1340 and mike you're on the vgk insider show how you making out pal
3: Dang! I already got my gold jersey, but now you're giving me more incentive here.
0: Get on down here, pal.
3: Son of a gun! Mike, well, you know at what's any better rate, nice show jersey? from the Two. Dollar Loan Center at noon. Yes, and that-, that was well done. You'll talk about it more, I'm sure. The, the over the weekend, I, I don't want to dwell on it because I'll let you and others do that. But if you can give a pepperoni ring for Friday, I, I'd be in favor of it. <laughs> 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 that was that was embarrassing. But it, 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 here's what I want to talk about real quick, and then maybe if you give me more time, I have something else. But there was a, a situation on Thursday at practice where about 200 kids came in to watch practice, and I thought that the players came out more in tune with what for them. They did it for them. But one specific thing that occurred, and I don't know if any of you guys saw this, was that Jack Eichel and Braden McNabb stood at the, the glass with practice going on behind them, or at least the warm up, and waited for a mom to fiddle with her camera and take a picture of her five year old against the glass. Now, we may have picked up one of the five best players in hockey, but I think we also may have picked up a future lady bing finalist what do you guys
0: think uh, i don't think he's ever going to be a finalist for the lady bing <laughs> uh, I, 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 I don't think that and, and certainly um if he was ever going to be a finalist for the lady bing it would have happened over these uh, first uh, few games that he's played and he has been rough and he's been tumbling he's been involved and he's been engaged uh physically which uh, i think is amazing so that's uh that's not his forte but as far as uh just being a pure hockey player and by that i mean Good on the ice, and great with the fans, and cool with the within his community. Uh, Jack Eichel, uh, in his time here, has done uh, a couple of events, even through the COVID uh, pandemic, uh, where there is the Omicron uh, variant out there. Uh, he's been he's been out there with the kids doing some ball hockey events, and then that uh, that little uh, interaction that he had uh, with the kids the other day and posing for that picture and, uh, and allowing uh, the mom the time to to take the picture. That's just Mike. It's a hockey player being a hockey player.
3: That's, well, what it, that's what it is. He's a mensch. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. And yeah. I hope everybody sees it. Uh, one other quick thing. Uh, two months ago, I started to wave a flag about our hitting and was talking on one of the shows
4: mm. about
3: we are getting out hit dramatically yeah. in every game. Now, over the weekend, I believe we got out hit 70 to 30 in the two mm. games. Something has got to give, New, I think, Do,
0: no, doesn't no, it? No, 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 no. Let me just, uh, let me go down this path because uh, I've, I've seen it and I've uh, heard about this narrative. And Mike, stay on the phone because okay. I, I want I want to go back and forth with you on this. And uh, we've got a line open right now uh, before we get to the to the other callers. Uh, 702-876-1340. Here's the narrative on the hitting conversation. A lot of the hits that, uh, that we would... Uh, hang our hat on the last few years came from a fourth line that uh, their job, their nickname was the meat grinders and mm-hmm. Ryan Reeves and William Carrier and Tomas Nosik or whoever was, uh, was part of that, uh, that unit would go up and down the ice and they would bang and they would crash. And that was their role. They would provide very little offense, but they they could change a game and they could offer a spark in the building and uh, they could certainly uh, back up the team. If anything came about that was unruly from the opposition uh that has changed this uh this team has gone with a a more depth uh a strategy when it comes to putting the puck in the net and uh and why why did they do that well one is when you get into the stanley cup playoffs if if that line that fourth line that meat grinders line is their job is to go out and and bang and crash but they don't put the puck in the net, you are basically down to three lines in any type of crunch time. And that's before you decide maybe two or three guys aren't going that night. So your bench is even okay. shorter. So if you if you look at the uh, shortfall of the organization in getting to the, if you want to call it a shortfall, but uh, getting to the third round the last couple of years and not being able to push it over the a hump and get to the Stanley Cup final, it's been the inability to put the puck in the net at crucial times. This organization took the the evaluation and decided to change its options to score. And they've deepened those options. And you've watched the, the benefit of that early on in Brett Howden. In being able to score, what he did on that road trip uh, and and going on on the best run of his career, I'll just use him uh, as an example. But uh, but you also have have Nolan Patrick who was playing on that uh, that fourth line before that. They've gone with a, a more skilled setup uh, on their fourth line instead of an energy line. Uh, you you may not like that because you compare statistics from before to now and it looks like uh, they're getting outplayed that's not the case Uh, it's just a different approach to the game and uh, history will determine what's right and what's what's wrong but they and being management and the coaching staff uh, wanted to go with with a a fourth line that can simply put have the ability to put the puck in the net more often and that wasn't the case in, in years past
3: Okay, an excellent explanation, as always. I just wonder if now we're doing both, not putting the puck in the net and not hitting. So it's a pretty deadly combination, and I don't know how much longer it could continue until we start thinking that this might not work.
0: Well, I think you've got to get uh, to the point where you're, you're somewhat uh, have the same lineup going. Uh, on, a, on a regular basis. I don't know whether that's ever going to happen, Mike. And, no. And that wouldn't, be, uh, that wouldn't be the case with, uh, with or without uh, the players that, that, that departed that, that fourth line and that meat grinder line. Like, William Carrier is still here, and William Carrier still throws his body around. And the other night you saw William Carrier get under the skin of the Colorado Avalanche uh, mm-hmm. in, 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 the, uh, in the late going. But uh, William Carrier is also two goals off his career high for scoring. With 29 games to go, so there's been a, a, a positive impact on his uh, ability to score and and help the team offensively and win games instead of just energy. This, if if people are waiting for the uh, the Bash Brothers or the Meat Grinders to come back, you're you're going to be disappointed. That that's not going to happen. That's not the way this team structured. And and if if this team is playing the way it should be playing or is on top of its game, Ryan, then they will be out hit in games because they are going to have the puck more than the other team and you're going to get out hit in that situation yeah
2: i mean i don't recall many instances this season where the golden knights have out hit their opponent and that's just not how they're built now right like this is a team that's built to possess the puck and therefore be hit Mm -hmm. to take the puck away when the Golden Knights are, are at the top of their game, they have the puck more often than the, than the opposition. They're not chasing the game as much as the opposition. So that's another thing that you've got to focus in on here. Uh, but, I mean, the reality of the situation, if you look at the Golden Knights the last two seasons and how their seasons ended, it was lack of production, lack of depth. So you address that by trying to spread it out a little bit more, getting players in there that are going to produce or hope you hope yeah. that they produce. And, you know, you you got to give it time. But, I mean, the other the other side of the coin is, This team has not been healthy all year long. So some of the players that you've got kind of filling in the gaps here right now uh, aren't necessarily the players that you should or hope to expect uh, come playoff time. So for me, it was about addressing the main root of the issue last year, the last two years in the playoffs lack of production, down the lineup, that's what cost the Golden Knights. The
0: uh, definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting yep. a different result. Well, they, yep. they they changed the the approach to it. It uh, doesn't mean they don't have energy. Uh, th- this team forechecks without banging and mm. bashing, yep. but they do it with with speed and forcing you to make bad decisions. 702 Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate it. One, three, four, zero, 1340 3 13 40 We have a line open on the VGK Insider Show from the Underground Lounge at Oyo Hotel and Casino. Come on down, fill out a ballot, uh, and enter to win one of two sets of tickets to uh, see the Golden Knights take on the Boston Bruins on Thursday night. It's that easy. Come down, fill out a ballot, we'll draw at the end, and uh, you could be going to Thursday night's game. There's two winners tonight, too, so your chances uh, increased uh, exponentially. Back to the phone lines we go. Stephanie, you are on the VGK Insider Show from Oyo Hotel and Casino.
4: Hey, guys. How are you doing?
0: We're doing great. What's on your mind?
4: Uh, so, first off, I said last, not last night, um, at well, I don't even remember, um, Gru Bauer and I met Darcy Kemper, and I feel really silly about that. Oh, on I, the got, I got you. Show. I understand what you were saying. <laughs> um, but, uh, y- you know, I, I, I said, I think I said what I wanted to say on the postgame for the other two Um uh, games and we just have to move on from them because you can't go back and replay those games. And I know that uh, we talk about a lot, a lot about how there's no moral victories in hockey. But the good thing is there are moral victories off the ice. Um, you know, like um, Mike mentioned, Eichel uh, and um, well, Eichel and McNabb yeah. standing for the pictures. Um, But also another thing that's a big moral victory off the ice is it's Nevada Reading Week, and the Knights and broadcasters from the organization are going out into classrooms and reading with kids and making those connections with the community. And, you know, no matter what happens on the ice, those connections with the community are a moral win in my book every day.
0: Uh, well said. Uh, Appreciate it, Stephanie. Uh, one of our regulars and always calls in uh, Stephanie 1, uh, right there on the VGK Insider Show, 702-876-01340. So it's funny, there are moral victories in hockey, mm, but yeah. there, this franchise, the, there's no moral victories around this franchise. Not where it is right now in riding high and competing for the Stanley Cup every mm-hmm, year. Yeah. Uh, it's that's That's for teams that are challenging trying to overachieve this team is right there in that mode of of winning now
2: yeah I mean for you and me it's it's fair for us to pull the things that we liked out of that Colorado game but you know the fact of the matter is you hear from Pete DeBoer after the game we're in the points business it doesn't really matter how well we played in that game the result didn't go our way and that's unfortunate because you you look at it the Golden Knights deserved a different outcome didn't get it now it's back to the drawing board
0: get through uh, the phone lines Lou hey buddy how's it going? Papa Lou is on line three. Uh, Papa Lou, uh, you're on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, We are uh, (laughs) (laughs) – this is funny because Chapman's talking to me. He's panicking. He doesn't realize that I'm filling to let him get to the phone lines. So he's spending more time talking to me instead of working on the phone.
2: No, I got it.
0: That's the enjoyment part. We
2: we can fill Chapman (laughs) with the best.
0: Don't worry, you dope. just
2: let us know when you've got the line ready to go. And,
0: and Lou, Frank, and Glenn, you're all coming up. Uh, Papa Lou, you okay? But uh, that, that was a little technical snafu. You survived that?
5: I survived that, man. For a minute I thought for sure Chris was going to dump me again, but, man, I got through. <laughs> and, you know, it is a great day, man. It's probably my favorite day of the year because we had a breakthrough today, Darren. Your partner, Ryan, jumped on the Carrier Express today, man, and I've never been more proud of him. When he tweeted that out today, man, I was like, between that and finding out that he went to see Billy Joel over the weekend, I almost feel like I could adopt the kid right now as my own.
2: Oh, you, you know you want to. Just do it. <laughs> of course I do now. Just do it. Come on. Yeah, there's a lot of paperwork for <laughs> that, too. Uh, Lou's got time. Come on.
0: Uh, <laughs> I think he have got all
5: of the shots, but we're okay.
0: Give everybody the background on the, uh, on the William Carrier uh, and Ryan uh, little marriage that's happened.
5: Oh, man, he just finally admitted that Carrier should be a first-liner. I mean, I was I was proud to see that he's dumping Danoff and uh, and bringing Will the Thrill into the fold,
6: man.
2: So this stemmed from kind of an idea that I had post-game uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. I just like the way Will Carrier is going right now. I think that, that his ability to drop the shoulder, get to the middle of the mm-hmm. ice, get to the front of the net, his retrieval of pucks, you put him on a line with Jack Eichel, who knows? And for me right now with Dodonov, Stevenson, and Eichel, it just doesn't work for what I want to see out of that line. I want a, maybe a more direct player that's going to go to those areas. So I don't think it would hurt for a game or two just to give it a look, just to give it a shot, because you know, Will Carrier, to me, is really doing the things on a consistent basis the Golden Knights need him to do.
0: Your angle on this, Lou? You
2: know,
0: I, I, and I, I kid, I know Will Carrier
5: not going to ever be a, a first-line NHL player. And maybe like Ryan said, you run him up there every once in a while just to kind of see how it works out. I've always liked the guy, and I think his game is really consistent, um, whether he's scoring or not. And uh, it, it, it's good to see him play the way, in, the way that he's playing now because a lot of that, I just don't think he's appreciated as much as he should be for what he means to this
0: team. Uh, I love his style of play, and I love the way he takes the puck to the net off his uh, off wing and down that right side and goes hard to the net. And it does not, you don't have to drop the gloves every night to stir it up, and he does uh, certainly enough of that. Lou, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for sticking with us uh, during the technical uh, issue. Frank, you're on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. What's in your mind? Hey, guys. How's it going?
6: Hey, uh, this is Frank, the big Leonard fan. You know me. I couldn't really listen to the, uh, to the show as soon as I got off the phone because my phone was messed up. So I hope you remember uh, who I was. Anyway, uh, I, first thing I'd like to say is, uh, you know, with the trade deadline coming up, you know, with the cap space and all this stuff that's going on and the Eichel and injuries, are we going to make any moves by only trading somebody? Or is there a way that we can actually pick up people like a Patrick Kane or that goaltender kid from uh from Philadelphia, boy, I tell you, he would be great. I think he would be great. Leonard, you know me. I, I you know, I, I, you know what, you know what I think of him. And I, I don't know. Do you, is there a possibility that we can go after somebody? Um, you know, with with everything that's going on with the cap space, and and hopefully not trading people to to go ahead and um, and see what we can do next.
0: Well, Frank, uh, appreciate the call. Uh, I'll let you hang up and listen to the response. Uh, this is this is where they are uh, on the cap R- right now. They're they're uh, over it through long term injury relief, and they have players that are out for a, a little while, so they don't have to worry about having to trade anybody out because of the salary cap and they're going uh, further away from having to trade anybody out because of the salary cap because they had lost two more players on the, on the weekend now I don't know but the long-term injury uh, status of Matthias Janmark or Max Pacioretty we'll let you hear from Pete DeBoer and uh, later on in the show regarding their status but uh, until then no, what you should know is to, that they're not close they're not they're not imminent to to be in the lineup Uh, I if there's a way to add to this team especially because of the injuries they will add to this team Kelly McCrimmon is not going to stand Pat and just uh, hope that they get healthy Uh, if there's a way to improve the hockey club he will do so it will not be Patrick Kane i I wanted to save that until the very end because I, I wanted to let you down easily, uh, Frank. Uh, Patrick Kane and his $10 million cap hit will not be joining the Golden Knights, and I think you're referring to Carter Hart when you talk about the Philadelphia goaltending. Um, yeah, that'd be great, but uh, I I'd still I don't think that the Philadelphia is in a position where they're going to give up on him uh, just yet either, so there, there might be uh, other options. Goaltending is the least of any concerns right now. Brusquah and Thompson—the the last three games have mm-hmm. been uh, uh, lights out and uh, out goaltended the other the other team. I loved what uh, what Bersois did against uh, Arizona the other night. I thought he was the better goaltender in that game, and I thought he was really good against uh, against Colorado. So uh, on the goaltending front, uh, I, I think they're they're in a good spot. Glenn, you're on the VGK Insider Show. Welcome.
7: Hello, how are you? We're doing great. Great show. I love your work. I just want to say I disagree with this new plan by the Knights to not hit. And to, you know, the thing is.
0: No, 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 no. no, Let me stop you there. They were the. Sorry. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. They're hitting. They're just not. No, they they, they, are. Can I just
7: finish what I'm saying here? Because. They're not. They're pulling up when they come up to the boards. The the Golden Knights used to fight as hard as they could for every puck on every every single board. Every and they would hit, and they they would always out hit the opponents. And by the third period, the, the other team was so tired that they, you know, we used to be the best third period team. Now we're one of the worst third-period teams, and we're the ones that are tired. And I also want to say we're also so injured this season. Why? I think because we're getting hit, and we're not hitting back. And we're the tired team in the third. I predicted we would lose against Colorado, even though they you know, played a good game. But they, they Colorado came out flying. They never used to be able to come out flying in the third period. Anyway we were the best hitting team and uh-huh. yeah we, we had the meat grinders but the whole team hit and also we had protection to to be offensive now I anyway
0: glenn appreciate the call uh make sure that uh, that you stay with us and you call every monday from four to six as we broadcast from the uh Hotel and Casino in the underground lounge.
2: I think you're wrong on almost every point. so Glenn actually joined us after the uh, after the game against Colorado and brought up the the statistic on hitting and in the moment, you know I think, I think it's it's worthy to let some of the frustrations out that all being said, uh, again, I think we equate the hits the totals those those numbers at the end of the game to signify big-time hits or big-time yeah. checks or being incredibly physical. It, it's more about a tight-checking game, right? Like, it's more about the the hits that, that separate man from puck and, and really allow you possession. I don't look at, and I don't know anyone that can look at, the way the Golden Knights played over the first 40 minutes against Colorado and say they weren't hitting, say they weren't physical, say they weren't battling through for pucks. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Just because the the hit numbers aren't gaudy doesn't mean the Golden Knights were not being physical in that game. Yeah, and again, you don't have to hit to have a good forecheck. No.
0: And against a team like Colorado, you probably don't want to be throwing big body checks in the corner in the in their zone because what happens is you lose a player and they come up the ice and you're not able to, to counter that. They had a force field at their blue line uh-huh. for, for most of that yeah. game. And, yeah. and that... That was by design, which will lower your hit totals, but also was as great a defense against the Colorado Avalanche as they've they've seen all year.
2: Every zone entry for Colorado was contested. There were a lot of stick checks that don't get a lot of publicity in these moments. But for me, the Golden Knights on the forecheck, it was all about angles. It was all about taking away the first option, the first play that the Colorado defense wanted to to use. And that's what allowed the Golden Knights to to dial up Mm -hmm. the pressure and make it hard for Colorado to get up the ice.
0: They didn't lose the game against Colorado because they didn't hit. No, they didn't. They lost the game because they didn't score enough, and they <laughs> had some opportunities uh, to score. Same thing on, on, on Friday night. and I didn't think the Friday night game was that bad. I didn't think they played that bad. The opposition to which they lost to mm-hmm. heightens that thing considerably. And if you take out the opposition, name of the opposition, you're probably okay with the way they played because they had so many chances. It just changes significantly when it's the Coyotes. Uh, Rita, uh, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. How are you?
3: Well, let's just go with frustrated.
0: Yeah, I don't blame Um, you for that.
3: uh, You know, at the beginning of the year when we had so many out, we said, well, better they're getting it over with now. Well, now we're at the end of the year, and some come back, and then they're here a few games, and they're gone. I mean, it's sad looking at the reports in the morning online of who's out. What are we going to do now? I mean, we can't keep, keep them healthy. We've not had a full line one, I don't think, for more than a half a dozen games. I know. And it's sad, and it hurts.
0: And it pisses you off.
3: Well, that too, but I was trying to be nice. <laughs> well,
0: it's, I, I call it injury fatigue. Not just the physical part of it, but the mental aspect of it. You finally turn around and get your your star player back that you acquired in November. He comes in the fold. Looks like you're making some progress. And Stone goes out now. Pacheretti's out and Yan marks out, and we still don't know him about Martinez. And uh, Nolan Patrick is 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 day to day. Like um, there is a, a when's it going to end scenario to it now i loved what pete said today and i don't know whether you heard this uh todd hold on because we'll get to you uh in just a little bit as we open up the phone lines to the uh, the callers for the first half hour uh pete uh pete thinks they're healthy enough to compete right now mm-hmm. and there is no leaning on this whole injury uh excuse i i, I well, they kind
3: of should have won then
0: you know i well, mean I, and they should have won on saturday we need and they a should point. have won on friday absolutely should have won friday should have won on saturday could have won uh both games uh, Clayton Keller makes a save, and he's never in his defensive zone, his defensive zone, except for faceoffs, and and he's a star player. But uh, but it was just one of those things. And then and then Riley Smith has a has a chance, and Eric Johnson's skate gets in the way. Like the the margin for error uh, between uh, uh, failure and success is, is that small. Uh, it doesn't take away that they went over four in points. Uh, that, that doesn't help soothe everything, but uh, I, I do believe that, uh, that this team is closer. Uh, Darren Elliott, I don't know whether you guys uh, saw the, the, the TV broadcast, Rita, but uh, before we get to Todd, I'll, I'll just mention this. Darren Elliott mentioned uh, on Saturday night, a lot of times when you're on a winning streak, you'll win a couple of games towards the end of that streak where you have no business winning, mm-hmm. but things are just rolling for you. Sure, Or you've got the confidence and you're, you're feeling good about yourself and somebody will make a play out of nowhere and, and, and win you that game. Uh, uh, and, and you find a way to record the two points. This is, this is sort of the, the opposite, where they're losing games, but it's one or two plays in the game that's costing the game, but they're really playing okay. It's the exact opposite of it, and, and maybe it'll turn around. And their schedule is set up for them to be able to turn this around
2: i mean i think they need one right like yeah. they, they need to get one and lean into the regularity of their schedule from here on right. out we, we we quickly forget about how much starting and stopping and how herky-jerky their schedule was in the month of february and then you couple that with jack eichel returning to the lineup markstone going on to ltir and the fact that in five games jack eichel's had three different combinations of players yeah. that he's been playing with. like That all leads to inconsistency. It leads to moments in a game where your execution might not be on point, and that's what's leading to the Golden Knights losing games that ordinarily, if, if everything was buttoned up and they had a, a, a healthier, more cohesive roster, they'd probably win.
0: I am so appreciative of all of our callers and uh, our great audience uh, for chiming in today from the Underground Lounge at the Oil Hotel and Casino. Wrapping it up, is Todd on line three. Todd. What's up, guys? How are you? I'm good, but
8: I just hate that you always try to
1: sugarcoat everything, Darren.
8: All right. If this team isn't careful, they ain't even going to make the playoffs, and you won't have to worry about it.
1: They're making the playoffs. You guys
8: always say how good they are, but they've lost more games than they've won lately, and they don't play like they used to, okay?
0: Well, they're not going to play like they used to because they changed their style, Todd.
8: They changed a couple players. On the fourth line.
0: You
8: know, you, you, always, you, you always sugarcoat everything, Darren. You, you just can't see it like some people see it, you know?
0: Okay, what, uh, you, you and I have a conversation right now. Let's go.
8: Well, I, I don't think the team's playing with the energy it used to play with.
0: What, uh, you know, what,
8: you, you you got, you got hurt players, that. but you've had players step in through the season. You lose to Arizona. You lose to the Kings in overtime. You lose to Colorado. You know, you, Leonard's been hurt more than he plays. The other two goaltenders have been, well, Brossois' has been playing really well. But it's the same thing we talk about every year. They ain't scoring enough, right? They're right. not in the top ten in any statistic in the league. The power play. Sucks, no, no, no. They, they are in the top right? ten in, no, the, in, in the man top 10 games, penalty injury. minutes. Yeah, that's 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 it. <laughs> yeah,
0: which 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 so, impacts your lineup is significantly.
8: So I don't know what you what you what you're watching, but it ain't the same thing we are.
0: Well, I think, keep, I think your expectations are skewed because of the first couple of years. And if no, you, I'm not. My expectations
8: aren't skewed. This team's got uh, – they got themselves into a bunch of trouble with uh, the cap, the salary cap. That's why they're in the predicament they are now. So we'd rather not have Mark Stone, you, 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 Alex you,
0: Petrangelo, and, and, and Jack Eichel? Well,
8: I, I don't mind Petrangelo. Yet to be, or Jack Eichel's yet to be proven. Yeah, Pacioretty's well. always hurt.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, he's
8: been hurt every season he's been here,
2: uh, you
8: know, that um, stuff
2: happens, right? Like in an 82 game season, in a physical game, yeah, but it, it to goes to,
8: it, it's the same for all teams. Like well, you right. talk about this February, they haven't been playing much. Well, there's a lot of other teams that haven't been playing very much either. And we lose a lot of games in our home arena that we never used to lose. That's it's right. Just the, 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 and the if they're not ice. careful, they won't even make the playoffs. And You're we won't right. even be having this discussion Well, anymore. Todd,
0: thanks for the call. Uh, I will say this. They will be making the playoffs. Uh, there's, uh, there's no doubt in my mind on that. So uh, let's put, put that aside. They have a, a great schedule that's going to allow them to get into uh, a groove. Uh, do they want to improve their home ice record? Absolutely. Uh, but that's been kind of off. It's the reverse this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're winning way more on the road than they normally do. And they, uh, the home ice has, has taken uh, the impact on, on that. But uh, if, if you're taught, if, if you're going to judge this team against teams from the past, because those teams hit more and were healthier then that, quite frankly, is unfair. And uh, you have to take that into account. And that's reality. It, fa- fandom is, is, you're allowed to to have your point of view but you also have to look at it uh, take off the the rose colored glasses at times from the past and and look at what this team has been through and when you're losing and not able to play with your with your top players on a night-to-night basis for extended period of times that's going to impact your your success rate and the whole hitting thing like it's enough of that it's it's not the cause for any type of struggles and uh it's just that's the reality uh, of that situation but if if people want to keep harping on they don't hit as much as they used to or they got to hit more then uh you uh you're going down quite frankly going down the wrong path and and i i can't uh talk any any uh guide you in the right direction on that
2: yeah i mean again i, I understand falling in love with a particular style yeah. of play i understand looking at the success that this Golden Knights team has had since their inception and and longing for that to never change. But the fact of the matter is the adjustments made by this hockey club were with the idea of one thing in mind, that is winning more games in the playoffs to ultimately get you to winning a Stanley Cup. And I, I get that you want immediate results and you want to know right now what this team is, but the fact of the matter is, and it's not an excuse, but it is a simple fact. All season long, we have not had one game where we have seen this Golden Knights team the way it's envisioned for the playoffs. Yeah. And until you get that, you're going to have questions about what this team is. However, I don't think that they're going to miss the playoffs. I think this is a team that understands what they need to do over the next 29 games. I expect them to be better now that they're going to get into a rhythm. And I just don't see a scenario where they miss out on the playoffs because this is an all-in year.
0: And it's going to be a frantic, fun, high-wire act for the final 29 games uh, to watch what happens. Can they reel in Calgary? Can they hold off Edmonton and L.A.? There's a lot going on in and around this team. But I think in the end, well, I don't, not even think. I'm, I'm on record. They'll, they'll make the playoffs. And I think they've got home ice in the, in the first round, too. You uh, know, I think it goes that
2: far. You know, for me, like... I, a race down the stretch meaningful hockey going into the playoffs is not a bad thing for a team that traditionally has had either a division title locked up with eight or ten games left or knows they're going yeah. i don't think it's the worst thing in the world here
0: we'll see what uh, happens in the next little bit we've got an update on patch and yanmark from the head coach coming up. We'll also tell you about one of the greatest games that I have ever witnessed. (laughs) It did on television. Uh, And it was unbelievable between the Detroit Red Wings and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, That and one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League and our game rating. Which uh, I think uh, may surprise you because uh, I've already tipped my hat a little bit about the Arizona Coyotes game. Play of the Day also on the way. It's the BGK Insider Show from the Oyo Hotel and Casino. The Underground Lounge. Come down here, fill out a ballot, and you could win one of two sets of tickets to see the Vegas Golden Knights face the Boston Bruins on Thursday night. But you have to come down, pop in, uh, say hello to us and fill out a ballot and uh, we'll give you a hat, we'll give you some stickers, we'll give you a shirt and uh, and maybe maybe just uh, maybe we'll be phoning you for those tickets. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. From Oil Hotel and Casino off Tropicana. At the Underground
0: Lounge, Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace. Uh, it's the VGK Insider Show. We're here every Monday from 4 until 6. We've got five bud for $10. We've got uh, $3, Bacardi, Jim Beam, uh, New Amsterdam, uh, all kinds of uh, drink specials on hand here from 4 until 6. And as an added bonus, you come down and you say hello to us. You fill out a ballot and we are going to give away two sets of tickets to see the Golden Knights take on the Boston Bruins on Thursday. Two sets of tickets to give away. You fill out a ballot, you are entered to win, and if uh, if you win one of those two sets of tickets, you're entered into a draw to win a gold Golden Knights jersey yeah. at the end of the year.
2: Grand prize end-of-season giveaway, courtesy of the Oil Hotel and Casino. It is a gold Vegas Golden Knights jersey down here put your name in the hopper if you win one of the two pairs of tickets today vegas versus boston you will also be entered into a qualifier for the jersey at the end of the season so get down here and yell at darren about hitting uh, yeah
0: tell, tell me about uh hits and, and why the golden knights aren't uh aren't being <laughs> successful because they aren't hitting enough seriously i, I want to know where where did, where did this line uh, of dialogue and theme come from
2: you know, I'm not certain, but, like, it's the exact opposite of last season, right? Like, when you had a team that was hitting and hitting well, and there were periods of time where the, the depth and the scoring wasn't there, the commentary surrounding this team was, why are we so focused on hitting? We should be focused on putting the puck in the back of the net. You can't have it both ways. You can't kind of hedge on what it is you want to see. Either you wanted to move in, in a new, different direction for the first time in the franchise history, or... You wanted it to stay the same, but I, I'm seeing a lot of the... the uh, We're not hitting enough coming from people that were complaining about hitting last year. And I will reiterate, if you have the puck more
0: than the other team, <laughs> then you're going to be out hit. Now, it stands to we, reason... With, with that said, I mean, the, the Golden Knights had that energy line, that fourth line, the meat grinders that would go out and bang, and that would, it would elevate uh, their hit totals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by and large, the other three lines were out hit because they they just simply had the the, the puck more. I mentioned earlier in the show, I'll mention it again because I just got two texts saying the same thing yep. uh, from a couple of buddies of mine uh, talking about this narrative. They're not losing because they're being out hit. In fact, the fourth line has saved and bailed the Golden Knights out mm-hmm. of games uh, because they've been able to put the puck in the net more than the meat grinders Used to do so. There's that possible that uh, that trade-off, and if you look a little bit l- deeper into the numbers, it it's been beneficial in the win call I understand the frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust me, and and so does so, so does Pete DeBoer. But when you're when you're looking for an explanation or playing the blame game. Uh, in 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 some of these situations because earlier it was Robin Leonard and then it was the power play and now they're not hitting enough uh if it, if you're playing the the blame game uh the not not hitting enough is way down the list of concerns that the golden Knights have uh, at this moment health health and health are the top three
2: yeah I'm right there with you I, I you know, there are uh, certainly a number of things that are, are within the Golden Knights' control. You look at the power play, uh, that's certainly something that I think can improve and will yeah. improve. But uh, the, the main things that have really detracted from where you expected this Golden Knights team to be this year has been out of their control, and that's injuries. And And I, I don't really understand... Um, in that first block, kind of the insinuation about being too injured. It's a physical game, and, and if, you're, if your thought process is they're too injured, let's go out and hit more, mm-hmm. it's counterintuitive, right? It, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. So, um, you know, for me, I, I, I still look at this team as an elite team. I still think that this team can do some damage, uh, not just in the playoffs, but down the course of this regular season. Um, I understand frustration level right now this year is at an all-time high, but you know what would have... You know, you, you look at that game against Colorado very differently if 29 seconds don't go by where there's one lapse from the Golden Knights in the neutral zone. Really, that, that's, that's the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. is one mistake in the neutral zone, and that's all Nathan McKinnon ever needs. It's not about the, the Colorado Avalanche weren't tired enough because they were hit too much. It's Nathan McKinnon making an all-world play because that's the type of player that he is.
0: And uh, I think there's been some progress in hey, one, one note on, on the Golden Knights. Remember all the talk that Jack Eichel was going to take Chandler Stevenson's spot on the first line. Mm-hmm. And isn't it uh, ironic that Jack Eichel and Chandler Stevenson are on the same line and have developed such great <laughs> chemistry early on yeah. uh, with each other, whether it's four on four or five, uh, five on five and, yeah. and being able to, to make that stretcher. It's it's funny how uh, the, the game works.
2: We know nothing yeah. because there's so many different variables yeah. at play here. Uh that's why I mean that you know that's why we were talking about it in in the lead up to Jack Eichel playing. Like, who knows what it's going to look like? Who knows what's going to be available? Who knows who's he gonna play, who he's going to who he's going to play with? And and as it would turn out, five games in, it's three different combinations. Right. And uh, and the guy that he was supposed to replace uh,
0: is making things go with him. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the clicking has come. What a pass! Yeah. Uh, by by Eichel to Chandler Stevenson with his head up and feet pointed uh, forward. Uh, when you come down here to the OYO Hotel and Casino, we are on location insider show at the underground lounge uh, we're up on the stage in the uh, back right hand corner uh, fill out a ballot and you could win uh, one of two sets of tickets to see the Golden Knights take on the Boston Bruins on Thursday night and be entered into an end of year draw uh, to win a uh, one of those great uh, golden uh, sweaters that the uh, Golden Knights uh, are fashioning uh, the last couple of years also got some pink uh, Whitney swag for you some stickers and drink specials uh, five bud for ten dollars awesome Jim Beam, New Amsterdam, uh, it's all here uh, for you, as well as Bacardi. We're going to take a break, come back with the play of the day, and then reset for hour number two and bring you some sound from Pete DeBoer after uh, today's practice as the Golden Knights get set for an encounter with the San Jose Sharks tomorrow. It's the VGK Insider Show, live from the Oyo Hotel and Casino and the Underground Lounge of Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: (laughs) This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
0: Broadcasting from the Underground Lounge at the Oil Hotel and Casino. Come over and say hi. I Got a great visit with Mike. Not that Mike, uh, but the uh, another Mike uh, during that last commercial break. Uh, you popped over and filled out a ballot uh, to enter to win one of two sets of tickets against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights-Boston Bruins game uh, on Thursday night. So, good on you. Good luck to Mike. Uh, uh, he did not believe that the Golden Knights were losing because of uh, a lack of hitting. So, I automatically like
2: Mike. Well, uh, that's- I- I mean, it's good because, like, two weeks ago, he was tuning you in for something. else. No, no, this is a different mic.
0: Oh, this, uh, yeah, It wasn't, a a, wasn't the same mic. I, uh, I, I, that mic, I don't mind if people tune me in, and yeah. I do look at it optimistically, and I do uh, uh, tend to look at the the, the brighter side of uh, of things. But uh, but th- this one is this this theory is flat out wrong,
2: Mike you have to have a different name because there's too many similar names yeah, going on like in my Darren. head. I can't do it.
0: Like Darren. Uh, Here's the play of the day, which goes back to Saturday night and uh, Beauty from the Misfits. They go left to right, but Smith creates a steal, works in with Marcheseau, gets it to him, he scores! Smith to Marcheseau! Davis back in the lead! 21st goal of the season for Jonathan Marcheseau. 2-1 Golden Knights. Boy, and you forget, they missed him on Friday night. Their okay. leading goal scorer in that game against Arizona. Uh, out with the flu, comes right back, scores a goal. A 37-and-a-half-foot pass mm. on the tape. Wow. And Riley Smith to Jonathan Marcheseau, and they put it in. I love the high pass. Mike uh, uh, Brian McCormick was uh, talking about it today on the nighttime at noon show. That high pass in the zone and the one-timer mm-hmm. can throw all kinds of problems if you can shoot it. If you got a muffin, but. it's not going to do much. <laughs> but boy, if you can shoot it like McKinnon or like so yeah, huge.
2: Yeah, it's it's ironic because that was the same play, and both times it was the difference in the game.
0: Right. Uh, very, very, very well observed. Uh, when we continue, Pete DeBoer on the injury situation and uh, one an update and two uh, what it means to his lineup and expectations and we've got one-timers well we'll get into that crazy game involving the toronto maple Leafs and the detroit red wings wild how back and forth it went i i thought for sure we'd get some kind of nhl record uh, it's the BGK insider show on fox sports las vegas